Welcome to Flicks. My name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 60, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in a little bit of spoiler-free and then a lot of spoiler-filled. Um, I love these Marvel Studios movies more than life itself, so if you're looking for reasoned, non-fanboyish analysis, you'll find it from Tiffany B only, I'm afraid. first Marvel Studios film that we have reviewed since we've implemented our classic way of attacking uh, reviews for films. So we're in uncharted waters here, because I want to do what we did for Captain America Civil War and pretty much just run down the whole film beat by beat, but I'm not going to do that, because that's, you I know. think everyone will be grateful. Uh, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> when I say everyone, <laughs> I mean me. Um, so yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. 2014. Yes. Um, a surprise hit, I suppose. Uh, yeah, the, given that the ca- the characters were known, very well known yeah. before, so yeah. Um, and yet, it was amazing. Yeah. It was and very popular. Very popular. One of you, I would say, one of your favorite. Marvel yeah. Comics, uh, Marvel Studios films. Yes, I would say so. The favourite? Oh, well, that could be an interesting list. I would say so, yeah. Ooh. I think just because it was the f- most fun. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah. Not taking itself very seriously at all. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you're someone like me who doesn't really know a lot about it and doesn't kind of, you know, feel passionately about yeah. some of the stories or anything... Yeah. Um, yeah, humor's really key. Yeah. Um, and we yeah, and, and in, having fun. In films, as in potential friends, if you can't take yourself seriously, we don't have much time for you, do we? No. Um, so, yeah, that was a smash, which makes this a tricky proposition. Yes. You know, it's, it's yeah. all very well and good coming out of nowhere and saying, hey, we're really cool, you don't know us, but we're really fun. Um, and no one's got any expectations, so, you know, mm. you can do what you want. But this... Everybody yeah, knows it, everybody's expecting good things. Now, because it's a sequel, mm. there's not really a lot of point in doing a producer's pitch. Because no, the producer's pitch would, would simply be, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy again. Yeah. Um, so, instead, I would ask merely one question. Uh-oh. And this is not a kind of a necessarily specific question, but just in the ballpark, is it as good as the first one? Do you think? Uh, yes, I would say I would say as good in the or at least part, yeah close yeah. to that. It's not a massive drop off. No, no, not at all. No. So that's good. Yeah. So you'd recommend it to a friend. I think I would. Yeah. If you had to describe it in three words, maybe three adjectives to describe the film. You're putting me on the spot here. I'm just bringing aren't it you? on you. Sure. I only just... ask the tough questions. Okay. Um, I would say it was silly. Silly. Emotional. 
emotional. Oh, see, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a left field. <laughs> Probably people weren't expecting that. No, no. I bet they weren't. No. I bet I've just really knocked them off their chairs now. <laughs> I bet that. Whew, what? They're doing the classic <laughs> film thing where they're looking at their glass of beer and thinking, Ooh, how much have I drunk tonight? Oh, I thought I heard Tiffany say Guardians of the Galaxy film was emotional. Well, you heard right. <laughs> emotional, number two. It's been emotional. Um, and number three, action-packed. Action-packed. Yes. Emotional. And silly. Yes. Wonderful. Who wouldn't want to go and see that film? I mean... If those are the three three words, even hyphenated words, that you can describe, I will go and see any film that is described in those three words. There you go. I mean, that's golden. Um, You're welcome. And I think that's about as much of a spoiler-free review as we can do, isn't it? Yeah. Because you need to get into the details. Oh, I just need to just unpeel this mother. And I really got to try and hold myself back. That's the thing. Try and okay. keep it, you know, um, uh, trying to... Attack this with brevity. Okay, yeah. And I'll keep you in line. Please do. Just um, one question for, for, for you. For me. Would you recommend it to a friend? 100%. To all friends? To, all, to everybody. To all people? This, this is one of those films that is... I don't know. I, I would really struggle to think of what possible reason someone would have to not like this film. In the in the same way as the first one, like you say, it's it's not some of the other ones are like oh superhero stuff kind of gets a bit, um, and maybe there are a couple of moments towards the end of this that kind of hit things a little bit more on the head than are necessary, um, and might induce kind of groans from the hardest of hearts. Um, but that aside, it's it's funny, it moves quickly. Um, it's yeah. It it doesn't give you enough time to. It's got Kurt Russell in it. Fuck's sake, um, it's just great. Good. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent recommend. Okay, got it. Um, so if you haven't seen the film, go and watch it. It's got a thumbs up from Tiffany. It's got a thumbs up from Dan. Um, and for those of you who have watched the film, you stay tuned until after the spoiler alert, and we're going to dive in with our classic. Five point rating system. Join us then. Here be spoilers. Spoilers, here they be. Um, yeah, I think we've just got to dive in. Okay. We've just got to dive in. Go on, you start, because I know you've been Shall dying I start? to start. Okay. I know you're dying to talk about this one. Oh, and just, dear listener, wasn't it good? Wasn't it good? It's just a great film. Oh, my God. And I, but obviously, I am coming at it from... My, uh, what is it, aesthetic distance for this film zero. is pretty much zero. I, it doesn't have to be that good for me to think it's great. Yeah. I really like Thor 2, and I'm fully aware that that's not a particularly good film. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming at it from. I know. So let's Just take it with a pinch put, of salt. Yeah. Fanboy right here. And I'm going to kick it off with something that I've already mentioned. Oh, okay, go on. Kurt Russell. Oh, right, okay. I fucking love Kurt Russell. I think he's great. Really? I think, and I was trying to think about, like, why do I love Kurt Russell so much? It's a good question. It's a great question. Um, Part of it is because he is 
the lead in The Thing, which is one of my favourite films. Which I still haven't seen. Which we need but, yeah. to watch. We need to do one of these, and I think that'd be really interesting. Um, but yeah, partly that, so there's a kind of a nostalgic thing, because that's a film that I've loved for many years. Um, but I, th- I think he is one of those people, when people talk about movie stars, mm. I think Kurt Russell is just a movie star he's not necessarily the most incredible actor in the world yeah he's not an oscar winning actor yeah but you just want to watch him i think Mm. he's just got that confidence that kind of rugged good looks of an action star of just a a movie star yeah i just think he he's just very very watchable yeah in the things that he does he's even in death proof which is a terrible film and the worst Quentin Tarantino film by some distance. He's great in it. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Um, he's great in The Hateful Eight as well. Yeah, I was thinking that actually, yeah. Yeah. He's just... He, and in this, there's a lot to do. Yeah. Because his part is, you know, you've got the kind of emotional stuff, but there's a there's a shit ton of exposition yeah. that he's got to do in a classic Marvel let's put something interesting on a green screen behind these people yeah. is some way of explaining what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does that well. He, You believe him all the way through, even when the things that he's saying are kind of shitty and mm. awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they de-age him at the beginning, which I love. Yeah, it's so L- weird, isn't so it? So creepy. Yeah. But it's so good. It is so good, It just yeah. looks like... Yeah, like Tango and Cash like... era yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought he was really, really That's good. That's crazy. I would not expect that to be one of your points. Well, I mean, you it's difficult because are... the first point that I wanted to put is just, the film was good. Um, so trying to break <laughs> Is that it, also the second point? Yeah, it was all five. Um, and so, yeah, trying to break them down is, you know. Yeah, as as with true. any of these things, some of them may be slightly arbitrary, but yeah. they're just, you know, things that I... Could think of that I liked. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. I agree with you. Um, I thought he was very good. Mm. I wouldn't pick him out particularly. Sure. But I I definitely agree that he played his role very well. Because I would say, like, you know, Chris Pratt or, you know, one of the ones who were in it from the first one. But it's like, I you know, I liked him in the first one. Yeah. And it was just kind of more of the same from them, which is great. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, in terms of picking out something for this. notable. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did think Chris Pratt was very good towards the end. Yeah. But again, we'll maybe get on to that a little bit later. Tiffany B. Okay. What's point A for Tiffany B? I'll start with something quite basic, which I've kind of already mentioned as well. Uh Uh-oh. Which is just the humour. Yes. Um, And just not taking itself seriously. It's just... I don't know, there's just something for me, something mm-hmm. very endearing about that. Yeah. Um, even if I don't find it that funny. Mm. Like, there's something very endearing about something that kind of pokes fun at itself, yeah. pokes fun at the characters, the 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 whole shebang, everything. Mm. Um, isn't afraid to laugh at itself. Yeah. Isn't afraid to ask the audience to laugh along. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just think there's something great about that. Yeah. Because there's something also when, like, particularly when you go to the cinema and you watch something like that where, you know, uh, there is humour and, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of times where, you know, people are laughing and stuff. It's like a shared experience. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah, there's just like fun in it. Mm. I just think laughing is just so fun. and Yeah. Um, yeah, so a film that can make me laugh is always going to, you know, get a plus point from me. And, and you so, feel like a film that where that's... 
a large part of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe not first and foremost, but it's like a big book. Like, yeah. we want you to laugh. Yeah, we, we want, want you to, to have a fun, fun time. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not going to change your life. No. You know, you're not you're not going to cry. Well, probably. Um, we'll get on to that. Jesus. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I thought that was funny. I thought it was interesting that, um, oh, what's his name? The big guy. Drax. Yeah, was a large portion of that yeah. this time. I feel like last time he only got a few lines yeah, in. Yeah, it was more the kind of him... Yeah, like, he, his people are very literal, and yeah. he doesn't get, like, idioms and turns of phrase yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But this was like, yeah, he's a big comedy character. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I thought he did a good job, though. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really funny. Of course, Groot was funny again, yeah. and I thought Chris Pratt was less funny... Yeah, yeah, than less, he had yeah. been in the last one. Um, it was kind of transferred over to Drax, Drax I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe but, because yeah. they thought, well, he's going to have more. Yeah. Of the heavy lifting with the dramatic yeah, stuff potentially. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just thought it was very funny. There were lots of a uh, lot of thought given and a lot of you know time given mm. to having fun and like comedic set pieces like yeah. it's not just a funny line no in a serious thing it's like like the whole bit where Groot has to go and get the thing and he keeps on bringing back yeah. the wrong thing yeah like that's a whole chunk of time yeah, that, yeah. That this is the only point of this is isn't it funny that he keeps on bringing back that the wrong thing no yeah um, and each time it's getting more and more crazy <laughs> brings a desk yeah and brings it yeah um and I I feel like that is and I know, you know, the kind of Marvel and DC thing is a, something that we've talked about quite a lot. But I do think that's something that DC, I think it's a pride thing yeah. of not wanting to go too far down that road. Yeah. Because that's what Marvel does and we're not Marvel. We're doing things different. That's like kid shit. We're going to do things hardcore and like, you know, yeah. super serious adult shit. But I feel like being silly and like you say, asking an audience to laugh along with isn't yeah. this all a bit ridiculous? Yeah, it just allows you to get away with things. Yeah, because there yeah. are there are plot holes in this. Of course, there are plot holes in this, and yeah. there's silly misses, and there's things that it's you know it's asking you right. So just get on board with this. Yeah, like this is what happens here. It's yeah. kind of ridiculous, and but you're much more willing to do that if it's already if it's saying not taking itself yeah, too this is this is the yeah. game here. It's all a bit silly, but just come along for the yeah. ride and it'll be fun. Yeah, that's true. Whereas a Batman v Superman or something like that, yeah. it's like, this is so sledgehammer serious. Yeah, that, that it's, it's a bit of a hard job. That when job. stupid things crop up, they seem really stupid. out of place. Yeah. And you think, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. Whereas if that happens in this film, you're like, oh, baby Groot, he's yeah. cute and it's all silly. And yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the superhero genre as a whole yeah. benefits massively from that. Yeah, no, I agree. I do agree. I mean, I think this this one is particularly yeah. zany kind yeah. of version. Hmm. Um, Possibly because versus, it's in space. Yeah, versus um, like Superman yeah. or Batman, which both tend to be... A bit more serious. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't read yeah. Batman comics or Superman comics or any comics, actually. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't imagine they're, they're too kind of slapsticky. Yeah. At least not nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, any, either way, I, I agree with you. I do think superhero films 
you know, they're kind of inherently silly. Yeah. And so... If they st- the minute they start taking themselves too seriously, yeah. it's like, okay, something's gone wrong here. Yeah, exactly. There's the bit I quite liked with, uh, what's her name, the sister? Nebula. Yes, uh, with the fruit thing. She keeps trying to get yeah. that fruit. And then I thought, oh, it's like some kind of special fruit. She's yeah. going to like eat it and then she's going to get... Superpowers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she just wants the fruit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they keep saying, oh, it's not ripe, it's not ripe. And then, you yeah. know, it's just silly little things yeah. like that, which are entirely unnecessary. Yeah. Really. And kind of prick the seriousness. Of, yeah. Like, because that's like, I'm going to take over. Yeah. And I'm gonna blah, blah, blah. But this fruit is, you know... Exactly. Nobody's immune. Exactly, yeah. So... Yeah, it's definitely you know that they have spent time on that. Mm. They, they've consciously put that in, yeah. like, all the way through the film. Mm. Um, like that whole bit with um, uh, Rocket and uh, that guy, Taser Face. Taser Face, yeah. Like, and he's taking the piss out of him yeah. for that. And it really, like, goes on and yeah. on. And it's just, yeah, it's just funny. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, like entirely unnecessary to the plot in, yeah like in, you could cut that and you'd be you'd miss you know, nothing yeah yeah so go on on to your next point my next point is uh simple story yes it's a simple story um in kind of uh i think the the possibly the Temptation is when doing a, a kind of a space film mm. and it's like you can yeah. go anywhere and do whatever you want. It's like whatever. This is you're getting a lot of money for CG. Yeah. It, a lot the vast majority of it you have to imagine will be on some kind of green screen anyway. Yeah. So whatever's projected onto the back is like yeah. fine, whatever. It's gonna be expensive, whatever it is. But this, in the same way as like a Star Wars or whatever, is actually quite a small story. Yeah. Like you think of the first Star Wars, it's on Tatooine. It's on the Death Star and it's on Yavin Four, and that's pretty much the whole it. thing. Yeah. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is Bespin and uh, uh, Dagobah, and uh, I don't know. Is it just that? It, I mean, it must be more than that. But it's it, they're all very yeah. contained. Yeah. And I feel like this was this was the same thing. There was the bit at the beginning with the with the kind of monster slug thing. Um, on the planet with the gold people, uh, and then it goes off to uh, the other planet where Ego catches them, or catches up with them, rather. And then it's on Ego's planet, and that's pretty much it. Like, the vast majority of this film is just on Ego. Yeah. Um, And so it's, yeah, I don't know, just having something as as kind of straightforward as that, so so that makes it, it's a lot of character stuff. Yeah. It's not all, like... Transformer bollocks where it's like we've got to go to this planet to find the key to go to this planet to open the door to go yeah. to this planet to do the burger yeah. it's like nobody cares about that yeah. nobody cares about that yeah um, and so this like kept it small and then like I was saying it's it's you know the the, the bad guy is a planet which is ridiculous in yeah. and of itself as yeah. we were saying before you get away with it because it's funny um, and how do you destroy a planet they set it out very quickly there's not a lot of deliberation rockets like right there's this bomb and if you put it at the middle of the planet then that will blow it up and you're like right okay so it's not, yeah it's not so that the the good guys have got a goal they've got their, their their what they need to do and it's not just destroy this thing it's not just punch him until mm. he you know yeah. dies 
it's right. We need to put this bomb onto the thing. Groot needs to do that. These people need to distract the thing. Blah, 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 blah. So everyone's got their thing. Yeah. And so once you've got that very simple framework in place, then you can put the character stuff on top, which is what makes it interesting. Yeah. Um, and you're not spending too much time on these kind of intricacies of the plot. Like, because nobody's yeah. showing up to Guardians of the Galaxy for... For an that. intricate, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, and so I just thought that's that's yeah, really good. I yeah. think I think it was very well written, all in all. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, in in terms of, you know, it's it's quite, a, I suppose, quite a complicated story, but a very simple plot. Yes. Yeah. In terms of what's happening, very simple. Yeah. So you can have all the you can have, spend time on the humor. On the humor. You can spend time yeah. on the character stuff because that's yeah. what people care about. Yeah. That's um, what people come away with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not going to say, "Oh, I thought it was ingenious the way they do 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 do." Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I I had a similar point. Um, that the storyline uh, was a pro for me. Um, uh, in part, I mean, I guess similar to you in that it was simple and so yeah you don't get too kind of like where are we now <laughs> like for me yeah like yeah I get a little bit like that like oh what planet I don't care yeah like whatever yeah you know um so yeah a I guess the simplicity but also for me um the fact that I felt like somebody and I think this speaks to the writing mm-hmm has sat down and thought, why? what is this person doing? Why do they care? Yeah. What's their motivation? Yeah. Like, the bad guy actually had a motivation that I thought was reasonable. Yeah. You know, like, I need to do this thing, or mm. I want to do this thing. Yeah. I need you to help me. Yeah. I, and that's it. Like, yeah. and, that, and so I have to try to convince you yeah. that this is a good idea. Yeah. Even though you stand you. to... Lose. Yeah. 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 And ultimately, you, I, gonna, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. But it would be better for all concerned yeah, if it, you're on board with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, I just thought, isn't that great to see in a in a superhero movie? Mm. I know that, like, you asked me, well, who, when does that not happen? Yeah. Um. And honestly, I think almost all of the time, <laughs> like, <laughs> I they do have motivations. It's not like no other film ever has motivations. Yeah. Of course they do, but. I don't often buy them. Okay. And I thought I bought this one a bit more. Yeah. Because usually the motivation's a bit like, oh, well, you, you know, upset me, so I'm going to destroy the whole world. And you're like, hmm. Yeah. Does that seem logical? Mm. You know? I don't know. And I also just thought all, all of the characters, which is similar to what you were saying about the character, um, had stories that were feasible. Yeah motivations that were feasible yeah um yeah and i just thought that's really good because mm. that that's what hooks you yeah so what are people doing and why are they doing it and spend a little bit time on it let it breathe yeah. a bit um and so i thought that was really good so i guess it's partly the storyline partly the writing um but whatever it is it's it's worked. yeah it worked because yeah, it 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 felt like you know it, it I felt like it the the writers and or you know the director had done a kind of due diligence of asking those questions yeah to each other yeah and making it clear to the audience because sometimes I feel like hey you're just trying to screw me over here like you're not you don't care you know you're just trying to kind of um, 
glaze over that. Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry okay. about his, his motivation. Just yeah. get on with it. Like, yeah. isn't this cool? Yeah. I'd be like, hey, no, I'm coming <laughs> back, you know? Yeah. Whereas I felt like this actually thought about that and yeah. I appreciate that. It's like, right, at this point, What's Drax doing here? Why doesn't he just leave? Yeah. So, okay, so let's get the, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's bonding with Mantis. Why is Mantis here? What's she, yeah. you know? And there was the, there's an element of... Yeah, with her. With her, yeah. of withholding information until the story needed it. Yeah. But, and, like, why did she tell them anyway? Yeah. That Why has she not stopped it previously when yeah. there's hundreds of dead children? Yeah. Or his, his yeah. children. The, the skeletons of them. So yeah. you did kind of think, mm. mm. Maybe it's Drax. Yeah. Maybe it's Drax trying to bond with her and she's like, oh, I like these people. These people take the time to speak to me. Or, you know, maybe all the other times it was just the one kid. Yeah. And then ego speaking with them all the time and she's just there as, yeah. you know, background. But again, it's, yeah, it's those kind of things that you, yeah, you get away with when it's yeah. a fun yeah. ride. Yeah. When you have But with, there's enough thought given to it that you're not like, this is just like. Yeah you know madness mm. so yeah storyline for me i nice. think as well um i will go next into uh the dad stuff okay um i thought that i i always like it when because again it's it's the it's the difference between plot and story like that they always talk about in kind of screenwriting books of like what it's what happens versus what's the story here? Mm-hmm. What's this about? And this is a story about being a dad and, you know, yeah. what it is to be a dad. And, and that's kind of fairly well-worn territory. It's it's yeah. nothing particularly new. But I like it. Like we, one of my favourite things about Batman Begins is that it's got a very strong theme going all the way through. This is a film about fear. Yeah. And overcoming fear and everything all kind of comes back to that. Yeah. And for some people that might be a little bit heavy handed, but I quite like that. I like yeah. that you're aware when you're watching it of like, right, this is what this is what's going on. Yeah. Here. This is a film about This know, is what, you know, is being discussed. Yeah. This is what um, I should think about. And it's yeah, it's nice. I always like it when there's a Yeah, when it's a, a kind of situation where you're watching a storyline that that has played out in various kind of dramas and indie whatevers, but this just happens to be a story about a guy whose dad is a planet who's also a god and they're flying around in spaceships and stuff. It's it's the it's the the kind of human story at the the centre of it. That's Um, true. Yeah. And I thought all of that, yeah, worked um, really, really well. As you said, the kind of Yondu saying he may have been your father, but he's not. He was not your daddy. Is maybe a. He maybe didn't need that so much. Mm. Like I feel like Quill would have got that on his own. Yeah. He could have maybe had that in his kind of eulogy. Yeah. That he gave at his funeral, but um, I thought overall it was it was done really really nicely. Yeah. Um, the idea that. Yeah, it's it, you know it's. Yeah, as I say, it's something that's been in lots of, you know, soap operas and, you know, teenage melodramas of, mm. you know, I've got to find my birth father. And it's like, he may have been biological father, but that doesn't make you a dad or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Um, but I, I felt it, it, I, it mattered to me and yeah. I cared about it. Yeah. Um, and that's not always an easy thing to do when it yeah. is a, a story that has been played out quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had within my storyline point, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 relationships I yeah. enjoyed that, 
Um, however, this Uh-oh. this particular point, as you may have guessed, is a negative for me. <gasps> um, I thought that potential. I thought towards the end, mm-hmm. it was a little overly sentimental. Okay. A little bit like heavy-handed with the sentimentality. Sure. And I. I got where they were going. Mm. I appreciated it, mm. but I thought it was a little bit heavy-handed. Okay. Um, so I think, yeah, the the you know he he wasn't you know because this guy this what's his name Yondu yeah it's thus far is an asshole right yeah and so I get that it's like oh it's a facade and I mm. do care and whatever but I felt like they tried to kind of glaze over that too much you're a bit like well because he's like been hunting him down in the past doesn't he and yeah like um chris pratt in the other film is saying how awful he was to him and how terrible what terrible childhood he's had not in the sense of oh you know he told me to go to my room like like he told me he was going to eat me he made me steal things for Mm -hmm. him like he was kind of an Asked. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, he's just, you know, doing it for my own good. Yeah. He wasn't. He was a bad dad. Yeah. If he was, if if we are to go along with, oh, but he wasn't a perfect dad, but he was, he was my dad. Mm. It's like, okay, but he was pretty terrible dad. Yeah. To you. And I mean, ultimately he was your, you know, he enslaved you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, he set yeah. you to work. So, I mean, not that, not to say, you know, I get it. Like, mm. he cared about him and he saved him and he could have just got, like, he could have sent him off to be killed. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, they mention he's let him go a couple of times mm. and stuff. So it's like there's some kind of, uh, you know, attachment mm. there. But I thought it was a little bit heavy-handed at the end. Okay. I felt like it tried to kind of wash over it a bit. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, he was a, he was a great dad. Mm. Like, it kind of, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that they had the line in there that where he talked about that he was, he was, a, he was enslaved. Yeah. When he was a kid and, you know, he was, you know, so he's obviously not had a particularly good life. Yeah. So I just, I just took from it that he was, you know, he was being the best dad that he could be. I think he was. I oh, see. He, I don't he, think he, that. Okay. I know what you mean. I think that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah. But I think it was a bit too convenient. I don't think it was trying to be the best dad he could be. Okay. I feel like it was almost like if you are to believe that he, as that character, truly thought that he was the dad to yeah. him, then I think he's lying to himself. Yeah. Even. You know? Yeah, maybe. Like rose tinted glasses of, oh, I tried to do my best by you. Mm. No, you didn't. Yeah. Like. Or maybe he, he did without realizing it. Maybe he was doing it without realizing, like, he. He, yeah, he, he couldn't bring himself to, you know, kind of capture him or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. And he always, you know, maybe kind of made excuses in his own head why it was. And then it was only towards this time when he finds out that, oh, he's gone to his yeah, actual dad. dad that he, that he starts happen. to feel more kind of protective about him. Yeah. And then, so maybe he's only realising at this point. It's like, oh, shit, I was... 
Yeah. I was no. I was a bad dad and so this is how I kind of redeem yeah. myself and you know yeah. I need to start do, living my life well. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, I, I just think they could have done it differently. I think they shouldn't have tried to change his character fundamentally. Yeah. To be this kind of oh, I was trying to be your dad. Yeah. I just don't think it worked for me. Interesting. Um so I liked the fact that, you know, ultimately in the end, you know, Chris Pratt is kind of being like, well, maybe you were my dad. Like, yeah. Maybe you weren't perfect, but you were my dad. Yeah. Um, but I think they tried too hard to change what he was. I think it would have been fine to do that mm. and kind of be like, yeah, you were kind of terrible, but you were the only dad I had. And yeah. Like you, you know, it could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because he could have taken him. He now realises, yeah. oh, actually. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think they could have still kept him being quite a, a quite a, um, a kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know what, quite an unfriendly, yeah. harsh man, mm. but who you kind of are like, well, he obviously cares about him in some yeah. way. Without him kind of being like, hey, I'm your dad. Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. For me, it just felt very out of character. Like, even if he felt that way, mm. I don't think that kind of character would be able to express himself that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like, I, yeah, I'll probably continue making up excuses for it because it, yeah, it kind of got me. You liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, kind of... Which m- is fine. Moving sure into... a lot of people did. Moving on to Yondu, if I may. Oh. His uh, general death and funeral. Yeah, that was nice. Was, yeah, I was, yeah, it got me rolling tears yeah. uh, by the end of it because I just thought that's so... Like, and if, you know me in terms of my, you know, general fear of death. Yeah. Um, and so any any kind of sacrifice will get me. Yeah. Any kind of heroic sacrifice, I'm like, fuck, that's amazing. Um, and then just the fact that it, then in death, he got the thing that obviously meant a lot to him in terms of the Ravager funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all doing the things and they laid the colours on him in the way that Stallone said that it wouldn't be laid on him. Yeah. And I just thought that was, yeah, I just thought it was really, really, really nicely done. And I, yeah, I, um, it made me, yeah, care about it a lot. Yeah. And I... um Yeah. Yeah, it, I found it very, very emotional. Yeah, no, I like that bit as well. Mm. I think I would have... That bit I thought was really nice and, yeah. and not at all kind of overly sentimental. Yeah. Um, It was more the dad stuff and the change of the, you know, yeah. relationship. But I think, yeah, the fact that he would have sacrificed himself for him would have said enough. Yeah. You don't need to have that whole yeah. I'm your dad thing. Yeah. Um, And then... Yeah, him kind of risking himself, and then like they're they're looking at each other in the end, mm. and you know and that's like really stroking sad. His cheek. Yeah, like, Fuck. yeah, that was really sad, and yeah. then the funeral and stuff was really nice. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just maybe before. Yeah, it was a little bit too. Yeah, but that was really nice. Yeah, mm. and it was nice, like well, like we said that that it was referenced earlier on. Yeah, and you're like, what? Why are we talking yeah, about this? I why don't have really... we had this little weird scene? Why yeah. Sylvester Stallone showed up for eight seconds yeah. in this film? Yeah. But again, it was that kind of like, 
motivation thinking why does he care yeah like why does he care if he's not Mm. you know not being accepted or you know whatever um you know just giving some thought to that and it was nice that it came back in the end and again that they're kind of referencing it in terms of well him him referencing it we i think when he was locked up with rocket yeah of saying like you know they were the only family that i've ever had because yeah because i was a slave for however many years um and so you're like right okay so that that's without explicitly referencing it in this in the same way that would have felt like it was kind of retreading the lesson that they learned at the end of the first one yeah it kind of reiterates like yeah it's the the kind of friendship as family yeah kind of situation which is always nice yeah and actually i think that the funeral part and just the the mentioning you know, that kind of um, context and stuff feeds into my next point, which was um, just generally, and I think this counts for the first film as well, but it is so good, the kind of amount of imagination and creation that goes into the the physical appearance of the characters. Yeah. Um, You know, I really like the gold characters. I thought that was really cool. Mm. Like, and the gold eyes and the hair and... um, It was all the same shades. Yeah, really, really, like, visually kind of very interesting. Yeah, Um, and you think that's very simple. Yeah, like, super simple, simple. yeah. Yeah, you just buy it in time that this is a race of golden people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that, and and the um, yeah the imagination in terms of the names and the kind of powers and the mm. reasons people look certain ways yeah. and the different planets and the different rules and the different things and mm. um, even like the I really liked the the golden planet people their little spaceship pod things yeah. like, like that they're all games. in this like hall yeah. together yeah like completely you know out of harm's way yeah. Um, I just thought that was a really interesting idea. Yeah. Um, that I haven't really seen. No. And and, and a very simple idea, really. Mm. Kind of really makes sense. Like, yeah. yeah, why wouldn't you do that? If you have, yeah, if you've got all this kind of spacefaring technology, yeah. why would, would you, you really have not have people? drones yeah. that would be able to, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love yeah. The, yeah, the kind of arcade thing of, you know, they're all like, and they've got yeah. all the arcade sound effects. And then when they've, they've all been destroyed except for that one guy They're everyone's like, like crowding around him like yeah. you know he's got the last level on street fire yeah yeah, yeah. So really i thought that was really interesting and like different yeah you know mm. and there were lots of different things that were very kind of very visually interesting mm-hmm. um like their spaceship with the little laser ball things yeah. on them on like it having like to reposition the them all yeah yeah well, that was a pretty cool Super idea cool. yeah like something a little bit different yeah um yeah, there were loads of things all the way through. That and I think the, a- the aliens are good. Yeah. And that they, they look different enough. I mean, they're obviously human, but the, the, it's yeah. just different enough. Yeah. Um, and that it, it, the, it felt like little kind of extra references that just make it feel like a more fully fleshed out universe. It's not just like, oh, this guy yeah. looks weird. It's like, yeah. no, he's part of a race of like the um, one of the Ravagers who um, Rocket puts in that kind of, you know, flinging them in the air and then oh, dropping yeah. them down. The first one, the shot that was in the trailer, and he's got like kind of, he's white with like dots all over his face. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's kind of shown quite prominently there and then he gets shot by the, he gets shot by Rocket 
when he's looking on the CCTV things and he shoots yeah. through the door. And then later, when you see all the planets that um, uh, Ego has planted his flowers on, and one of them is the woman running away with a baby, oh, and she's yeah. like the same, yeah. obviously the same species of alien that he is. Yeah. It's like, right, okay, that's this is a, yeah, from. that's where yeah. he's from. It's a whole yeah. thing. It feels yeah. fleshed out and breathing. Yeah, and living it does. Thing. Yeah, and I just think that's really cool that people have sat down and like yeah. imagined. Yeah, like oh, there's a planet. What what's this planet's deal? Yeah, like. Um, yeah, and I liked the fact that it was, you know, not afraid to be kind of, yeah, a little bit zany, a little bit silly with it. Yeah. Or, you know, other films do that similar thing, but mm. it's a little bit more kind of grounded. Yeah. This one felt like it had a bit more creative freedom, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just makes for such a kind of colourful yeah. film. Yeah. Because there's just all different colours and shapes and mm. sizes and, you know, clothing and... yeah. All different things. Um, yeah, it's not like um, one of the criticisms that I had of um, uh, Rogue One yeah. at the end when they're you know they're making their final assault and it's like oh how are we going to do it and they're all on the thing and then Jin gives them the big kind of speech and it's like they're all just human dudes. Yeah. Like this is Star Wars. Like, yeah. Let's have a lot of different weird yeah. stuff going on and there's Something much else. more diversity in this. Yeah. That it's like nobody's just a normal person. Yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously costs more, but it just yeah. it really does yeah make it feel a lot more otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah I like it. I think it's good. It's it's got that kind of eclectic feel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like I say, just visually, it's very colourful and mm. bright and interesting. Yeah. Things to look at, things yeah. to be intrigued by. Mm. Um. You feel like there'd be a great like accompanying coffee table book of like the art of yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, 2 and they definitely. have all these mug shots of people who you'd never even, you'd see on the screen for like half a second yeah. yeah but there's you know they've got a whole thing and you know yeah so yeah I think that's really good I think this film does that really well yeah. and I think the first one did as well yeah but, um it did stand out for me this time it has a bit more kind of um yeah license to be a bit kind of 60s and kitsch yeah. with it yeah, like, this is just a, like. a yellow yeah. person. It's like, but it Deal still makes it. it look yeah. real. Yeah, I remember seeing a, a thing. Um, so I follow the writer director James Gunn on Instagram, and he posts like behind the scenes things um, of various you know aliens and stuff. Um, and he said that the, one of the challenges for the first one was with these people who are just like you know they're just a, a bright pink race or, or species of alien, or this yeah. is just a bright yellow. Is is doing the makeup but doing it in such a way that it didn't just look like someone who was painted yellow it yeah. looked like someone whose skin was yeah yellow um and i think it does that very well yeah that's true yeah again it as with a lot of these kind of especially science fictiony space films it's like you just think the art department are the kind of yeah absolutely such heroes yeah. in these films yeah mm. yeah yeah so i really like that nice on to your next point. On to my final point. Okay. Um, is uh, the sister vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, as, a, as a staunch feminist. Oh, yes. Um, as I have um, been turned into by you. You're welcome. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of when women are kind of interesting and weird and different and as 
you know, yeah, as as weird as men are allowed to be. Yeah. Or male characters are allowed to be. Um, and in this, this had two characters who had their own story going on. Mm. Um, they There was nothing really, I don't think, that kind of you would say, well, that's, you know, that's a, a kind of a woman trait. That's, you know. Yeah. There's no conversations about, you know, kind of stereotypically, typically, typically, womanly, woman, typically female things. No. They have their own story. They're going about that. They don't need anybody else to, to go about that story. Um, and I think, I mean, yeah, they, they're sisters, but I think you could have had a similar storyline if they were brothers. Whatever. Yeah. The family connection is all that was yeah. important with that. Yeah. They're not dressed in a kind of... You know, Star Trek, like everybody's the same, except the girl because she's got the short skirt and, yeah. you know, they're, they're, you know, dressed in a, a kind of um, very functional way. Um, and, yeah, I, I thought that the, the sister relationship was really nice. I yeah. thought it had that lovely moment, that lovely kind of gut punch. Yeah. Of like, you just wanted to win and I just wanted a sister. Yeah, and that was like, very ooh. like, oh, okay. Because she's, to that point, I kind of was like, oh, her characterization's a little bit like, I don't know, she's kind of strutting around like she's, yeah. you know, in some kind of B-movie, you know, villain, dominatrix kind of like sassy, like, oh, I'm very elegant, but I'm... Yeah. But then in that moment, you're like, oh, shit, like she's a real character yeah. and you, you kind of, you empathise yeah. with her. She's yeah. not just the bad guy. Yeah. Um, And I, yeah, I, yeah, so I thought, it's kind of a, a larger point, I suppose, that I thought, both Gamora and Nebula were characterized well. Yeah. I thought their relationship was fleshed out very well. Um, and yeah, there, there was, there was, I don't know. I think they were both very kind of strong, interesting, complicated yeah. female characters. And yeah. I think that, um, yeah, these kind of films can, can only do with more of them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, particularly for me, Gamora is a really, interesting character mm. um and actually i think you know as standout characters for me it would be her and drax in this film yeah as interesting different yeah. like i mean drax isn't particularly like well fleshed out or yeah. anything but he had the kind of comedy value um but and a kind of a very consistent character I yeah think. yeah um, but yeah, I really like her. Yeah, I really like her character. I think she's very strong. The only thing that annoyed me a little bit with Gamora oh. is that she danced. Oh yeah, you think she shouldn't have? I th- I think she shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind that. Um, but I do like her. She's very kind of like, in some ways, almost like the mum or the leader of the group. Yeah. She's like, come on, guys, we need She's to, like, do this thing. She's the voice of reason when everyone else has been dickheads. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, which is nice to have a woman yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, being the leader in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's, like, fiercely kind of loyal. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, she's a really good character, I think. And, yeah, like you say, you could swap her out for a man and it mm. wouldn't be too yeah. apart from the stuff with Chris Pratt it wouldn't really be yeah but even that stuff I like it that obviously he you know it's the joke that he's you know he it, that is the kind of Sam and Diane yeah. he's the Sam who's like oh you really fancy me and he's the cocky guy yeah but I like that it's 
it, it isn't necessary. I mean, I'm sure they probably will. Yeah. Do that. I hope eventually. That, yeah, they don't. But really it doesn't though. necessarily, 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 necessarily. It's not clear that she feels romantic affection for him. Yeah. What's clear is that she feels affection for him. Yeah. In in that kind of. It could be that kind of familial, yeah. sisterly way yeah. of like, you know, we're kind of brothers in arms and we, you know, we yeah. need to kind of get through this together. Um, that they're, yeah, that they're family. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, I do as I well. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I did also like the sister relationship thing. Mm. I thought it was interesting and it stood on its own. Mm. And like you say, it wasn't like a girl We're thing. talking about a man. Yeah. It's like, no, we've got shit that we're we need to. We're talking about ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought that was really good. And they kind of have that awkward hug at the end. Yeah, but yeah. But then Nebula storms off. Yeah, so, so it's, it's still it's, like, it's, it's not perfect. It's that kind of, yeah, complicated family yeah. squabble. Yeah. Okay, yeah, really nice. I thought that was good. Um, yeah, and so then my last point um, was uh, that I thought, and we mentioned this already, but like, um, I thought that the final scenes, the yeah. final kind of, chunk however much it was quarter maybe um of fighting and stuff Mm -hmm. was very well done in the sense that it was like edited to be mixed in with other things yeah and it also wasn't too long yeah like you know often these films can kind of really labor Mm. the action scenes because you know they've spent loads of money on it i presume and whatever um they're building up to it. Yeah. Uh, whereas with this one, it had so much more with the characters and the mm. plot that the, the, the action scenes themselves weren't the kind of focal point. Yeah. And for me, that was good. Yeah. And also, yeah, like I say, I think it was edited very well that there was like, um, you know, this is going on, but also this is going on. And then this is yeah. going And not all of those things going on were fighting people punching each other yeah like things like the avengers do that a lot towards the end Mm. it's like okay so here's thor fighting someone okay and now iron man's over here Mm. and then now you know captain america's doing this and it can get a little bit like oh there's a lot going on yeah there's a lot of action and it can at some point become a little bit tiresome Mm. um but i felt like this one didn't do that yeah um it didn't go for the hard destruction yeah. kind of vibe that a lot of superhero films do. Yeah. Um so yeah, I really I really liked that that I will, you know, I wasn't bored mm. or I didn't feel like okay, let's get on with this. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I did I did think by the end with the the Star-Lord versus Ego fight, the fact that by that point they could both fly and they're both super strong and they're both blah 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 reminded me a lot of um, Superman versus Zod yeah. at the end of Man of Steel. Yeah. But the difference was, like you say, this had like two or three snippets of that. Yeah. Of them punching each other into things and yeah. whatever. A couple of little snippets and then we're back to Rocket and then yeah. we're back to Groot going through the thing and then we're back to Drax saving yeah. Mantis and the sisters going up on the thing and having their fight and whatever. Yeah. Um, and whereas, yeah, Man of Steel, that is, that's all you have it, for like yeah. 15 minutes of yeah. them smashing each other into things. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's spectacular to look at. Yeah. But you, you've got a very small window of, yeah. of the amount of shit that I give about. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, this did a, a great job of. So you know that this is happening. You know that there's this big fight yeah. going on, 
but you don't need to see it all. Yeah. Because yeah, you need to just get a flavour of yeah, it. Yeah, that's not what is most interesting at this point, yeah. is the yeah. character beats. And even the big action scenes, and to some extent, they brought humour with the Pac-Man thing. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't, again, it wasn't taking itself too seriously, yeah. even in that time, yeah. even in that moment, um, which was good. Yeah. Uh, I appreciated that. Yeah. Because the action can be a little bit... And, you know, like the opening scene, they have the action. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of edited in a way that's like, you know, if you think about it, really clever and yeah. really interesting. Like, how can we do the opening credits? Like, it doesn't really, ha- you know, we want this beast scene since yeah. that kind of feeds into the plot. Mm-hmm. But it's not really of any consequence because yeah. they, they're going to beat the beast, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So how do we make it interesting? Um and using Groot and the music and stuff. Yeah. I just think that's, yeah, the editing of that and the, the directing and thinking about that. Yeah. How do we make this interesting? Um, I just really appreciated a more creative approach to it. Yeah. Rather than just, well, we just show big things exploding. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Which is the usual approach. Again, in the, in the same way that kind of Doctor Strange did, where yeah. it's like, it's clearly Marvel are listening to what people like about their yeah. films and what people don't like about their thing yeah. films. And people are probably, yeah, getting a little bit tired of big yeah. thing punching big thing. Yeah. So it's like, right, what's some more creative ways that we can get around yeah. this? What are some more interesting ways that we can tackle these big yeah. bads yeah. at the end? Um, and I think this did very well. Yeah, agreed. So what did you give it in the end? So four out of five. Four out of five. For me, it was a five, of course. Yes. Um... I saw I, that coming. I just, yeah, I just loved it. I just Did thought you? it was great. I thought it was really funny. Um, it, yeah, it really, like, there were some real kind of gut punches. Yeah. Like, emotionally. Yeah. Like, partway through of, like, the, the, the sister thing, the fucking... The tumour thing. Yeah, the tumour thing. And that's, again, that's kind that of awesome. Like, we mentioned whoo. that. Well, I, I was talking about that on the way home of, like, that he starts his speech. And he, you know, obviously he starts his speech and you think he's a good guy. And then he starts talking about taking over planets and taking over the universe. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a dick move. So yeah. maybe he's a bad guy. And then he's like, but you said yeah. about my mum. And then he's like, oh, I genuinely did love your mum. And I, you know, that it was, you know. I didn't want to leave her. I had to, yeah, I had to. I went back to her like three three or four times and I couldn't go back again because I knew I would, I'd, I'd have to stay. So it's like, oh, wow. So it's like a, a tough yeah. thing. So he's a good guy again. And then he's like, so it's really broke my heart to put that tumor in her head. And you're like, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Good God, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah, and that was really like. That's a real gut punch. And then, yeah, as as much as much as the, the end bit with Yondu might have been a bit um, kind of drawn out and a bit, you know, hit on the head a bit hard. Um, it's, you know, it got me. Yeah. I was, I yeah. was you know, uh, crying like a babby. Um, and yeah, just that whole bit at the end with the kind of the funeral and all, all of the stories are tying in rocket is yeah. kind of changed by his experience. Drax and uh, Mantis have a little kind of yeah. moment. You're, you're a beautiful person on the inside. So you still get the humor. And blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was you just loved it. really, yeah. One, a wonderful film, a wonderful example yeah. of what, yeah, what the kind of Marvel films hmm. kind of have been and and hopefully will continue yeah. to be. Yeah, and I think it's a film that has its tone. It knows what it is and it yeah. knows what it isn't. Yeah. And it just celebrates that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 
and and I think that makes it very enjoyable to watch. Mm. Um, so yeah, I liked it. Nice. And there's lots of stuff that I could have mentioned, but I didn't. So well so done, well me. done you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Tiffany B, thank you for for doing this so late. It is currently eleven eighteen of the PMs. So thank you very much for staying up to do this for me. Um, thank you, uh, dear listener, um, for for listening to this. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Are there things that you notice? Things that you want to talk about? Please talk about them with me. I will literally <laughs> talk about these films until I am uh, my throat is hoarse. And my my eyes uh, weep and are red and puffy. Um, so for listening to this uh, episode of Flicks, for listening to the next episode of Flicks, which we've already recorded, wow. which will be a continuation of our um, trot through the world of anime. Oh, yes. The second part of our trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for all of that, um, I have only one thing to say to you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>